Hello and welcome to Get Flushed, the sanitation podcast. My name's Pete. Over the past month, I've been on a mission to find the holy grail of portable sanitation software. And I define that as a one-stop shop or all-inclusive platform that could perform the 10 key business functions I identified as being essential in a portable restroom operation. I won't go over those now, but if you flick back to my previous episode, The Holy Grail, I went over all 10 in quite some detail. Over the past few episodes, we've heard how Anthony and Stefan Kovic at Prestige Lose have been working with their developer to improve and refine their platform. I shared my own method to record delivery services and pickups using iAuditor. And last week, John Gadeekin told us all about Service Call. Although I began my search looking for an all-in-one platform, I've realised that some existing software performs some of those specialist functions really, really well. I'm thinking in particular about Google Maps and Apple Maps, or accounting software like QuickBooks, Mind Your Own Business or Xero. Now it makes a lot of sense to find a way to integrate those platforms rather than reinvent the wheel. And I understand that that integration can be done relatively easily using an API or application programming interface. After I'd recorded the Service Core episode, I got a message from Vernon Hogan at Greensboro Web Services in North Carolina and Brett Rock at Pit Stop Sanitation in Georgia. And they told me that they'd developed a platform from the ground up that would fulfil all 10 of my essential functions. So I gave them a call. Vernon Hogan speaking. Hey Vernon, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good to see you. Nice to, nice to meet you, thank you. Are you outdoors or is that just a flashback drop? Just a flashback drop. I like that. What I normally do is just get people just to say hi and explain who they are, name and company, so the listeners will get an idea. So obviously I'm Pete from Get Flushed, and then I'll hand over to... I'm Vernon with uh, Greensboro Web Services Pro Software. Hey Vernon, and... I am Brett Rott with uh, Greensboro Pro Software. Have you got another role as well though, Brett? Uh, yes, I'm the owner-operator of Pit Stop Sanitation, Atlanta, Georgia. Give me a, a feel for your business, though, Brett. How many potties are you running? It's close to 3,000. You sent me a message to say, hey, you're talking about software. We've got a package that we'd like to share with you. Over to you. Okay. I got started with this company 2014, and originally I was developing an e-commerce store that was going to be focused on the portable restroom industry, uh, paper and uh, chemicals and uh, other parts uh, for trucks. And um, I started doing that, and you know, kind of went deeper down the rabbit hole. And in 2015, you know, I began searching for a complete type of system to help kind of automate all busy work and sending invoices, payment confirmations, quotes, as well as you know, manage the website. My actual college degree is in classical piano performance. It's a big swing, Vernon. <laughs> yeah, a little bit on the, you know, but I've always uh, heavily studied that and working in it. So, you know, I started developing the system and uh, developed kind of the website management, the CRM, the uh, billing side first. That was actually when Brett and I first really started talking. You know, he was a customer of mine for other products, and uh, he was just complaining about his website and some of the experiences he had in the industry with the software. And so, you know, I started talking to him about, you know, what I was doing and, you know, kind of just that's kind of how we developed our relationship. And, you know, I built this website uh, for him and they kind of started helping him with the CRM and some of the online marketing. 
you know, Brent just, he had a lot of great suggestions for, you know, features. And that was kind of like a light bulb in my brain, right? It was like, of course, this is how you would really develop a system specific for, you know, an industry is to do it in conjunction with somebody who has a company. Yeah, we started, we started doing that. And then on 2017, we, um, I built the, uh, the routing and the truck, uh, tracking piece and originally started as master route optimization, which is uh, like multi-route uh, optimization, basically can take all your services for a whole week and, and your number of drivers and their work hours, and then it gives you back a completed schedule for your, for your trucks. That was the first piece. We had tested it out on pit stop. In theory, it worked great. The routes were definitely optimized. But the problem was getting it back into Brett's current software system, right? Like getting it integrated in with his software system that he had. Brett was basically like, you know, we've got to develop the other pieces as well to kind of finish it out. And so that's when we developed the, the route management and route scheduling piece as well as finished out the accounting side of it. And also like timesheet, basic payroll, and uh, truck tracking, right? So that we, we finished that. And then I guess the final piece was uh, the uh, QR code system. So the system can print out QR codes at your local company and you can put them on your units and then you can use the phone to scan. So when you sent me a list of the top 10 things that I'd put in my original episode that I was looking for these 10 functions, and you pretty much tick all of those from what you've told me. The only thing that I wasn't sure of was what you meant by health and safety. The benefit of having health and safety integrated is that you can keep a record that if there is an incident, you can show that you've actually been diligent about doing your checks. I mentioned in the Holy Grail episode that I was using an app called iAuditor, and that has a, a range of templates that allow you to carry out inspections. So you could stop and check that all of your work conditions are fine. Are there any trip hazards, slip hazards? It's a really simple sheet. It's just a list, really with a configurable answer, yes, no, maybe, you know, high, low, whatever categories you want to use. And the boys at Prestige were using something similar to that to check off their trucks as they left the yard. The health and safety manager did a walk round on each vehicle and she checked that the lights, the tyres, the signage, the dangerous goods folder, the driving licence, everything was in order. And when she pressed yes on the um, on the iPad, that recorded that information, and she gave the driver a green light to leave the yard. Oh, okay, wonderful. Yeah, I kind of felt like that fell more into the vehicle maintenance kind of goes two different ways, right? One is the drivers, every day, whenever they leave the yard and come back to the yard, they have to fill out a pre-trip, post-trip. And the safety manager on the team has to verify that that truck is safe to leave the yard. But what the program does is it takes it a step further is that it makes sure that the, the things that drivers note are taken care of whenever they go in for service. Oh, so you, you create an action or a note for somebody to actually do something about that broken taillight. Correct. And that's something that goes straight to uh, our mechanic. We don't have an on-site mechanic. You know, so now we're kind of closing that loop. We're bringing in another vendor, a very important vendor, to exactly what's going on with the health of that truck. So does that vendor just have remote access to that component of the software? It's a sheet that we're able to send. It's more of a report that's generated because things like lights and things, you know, we take care of that right away. Somebody notices the, the wheel shakes a little bit, right? We want somebody else to take a look at that too. So visually, is the, the platform an easy interface to use? Whenever I was bringing my team on board, it, it really was. It was one of those things, like, I can't believe we haven't been using it. 
just because the the buttons say what the button does. If if you're trying to complete a task, it's it's easy on the eye. Um, and one of my favorite pieces of it is with it being in the cloud, I can do it from anywhere. That sounds good. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we've we worked hard on it. It's been a it's a lot of work building something like that. So um, it's uh, many 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 hours and late nights. Yeah. So one of the things that came across from a chat with John um, Gadakin at Service Call was that they've got pots and pots of money. They managed to find some good investors. And they've poured a lot into the development of Service Core. I'm going to be rude and ask whether or not that's the case for Pro Solution. Um, I would say we're more self-funded uh, between Brett and I. Um, like I said, I had a successful uh, uh, distribution business, which allowed me to be able to, you know, maybe have some, you know, more funds available to develop. Also, because I do a lot of the development and the actual programming myself, I can save that six-figure salary for a uh, professional programmer and a project manager but it's it's always it takes deep pockets regardless time or money for both <laughs> I, I think the other thing about um not having to have huge investors you know big investors in it is being very precise on exactly what we want you know we're not trying to build a program that can be transformed into a bunch of different industries we want this software to work specific for a portable restaurant company that's exactly what i was hoping to find when i started this quest i knew there were some packages out there but the podcast has actually unearthed quite a lot of different products and platforms that i didn't know about and i'm sure a lot of the listeners won't know about Mm -hmm. and they're good stories you know it's interesting and it's great that people in the industry have put the time and effort and the expertise into developing that because I'm sure there's not many other companies who would be able to exert that amount of direct knowledge, tacit knowledge, understanding and control, and you'd end up with something that didn't really fit that had been adapted from another industry. And that's, I think that's the past history, to be honest. Sure. Agreed, yes. The biggest limitation that I felt with Service Core was that it was only available North America. And they, A, they said it was based in Imperial Measurements, which wouldn't be a major issue, but B, they just hadn't sold it outside the U.S. Is that the same with Pro Solutions? Uh, the answer to that is that we do support kilometers versus miles. The tracking uh, does work outside the U.S., right? So, you know, I have all the maps loaded for um, Europe, Asia. Recently just did a demo with a big company in Mexico City. Actually was routing a couple of his trucks around there. We don't have an international client yet, but uh, we are looking. And uh, it does work outside of uh, North America, and we support uh, UK, uh, Australia, Austria, and uh, Belgium accounting practices right now. And I'm building uh, modules for more as well. Well, let's see if we can find you some international trialists then. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, we've got a wide span of listeners. I think we're into 42, 43 countries. So maybe somebody listening in will say, hey, I'm going to contact Vernon and Brett and give this program a go. We would love to give it a, give it a shot. We're very proud of it. And, uh, you know, I think it would work just as well uh, internationally as it does here in the US and North America. One of the conversations I've had with a lot of smaller operators is that software is typically out of their price range. Can you give us an indication of the price bracket? Absolutely. So one thing that we do different, I should say, is we do price per user per month, but we separate the difference between an office user and a driver user. Our program has a lot more uh, office functionality than some of the stuff out there, full accounting, payroll, human resources, um, you know, a lot of stuff there. So actually the office user is priced a little bit higher than the driver, but uh, we're generally in the range of 80 to about $180 per user per month. 
we're able to kind of deploy a little bit more customized solutions, right? Depending upon what the needs of the client are. So, you know, if you've got just a one man band who's not particularly worried about payroll, for example, they could drop that module and just run with a, a smaller package. Correct. My smallest clients are uh, one route, one driver, a husband and wife uh, combination. And uh, we have uh, up to clients who do 30 routes a day in the system. So um, it can it can run the gambit. We don't have a minimum. So if it's just one user and a driver, and they can be under $200 a month, we don't require a base cost. And then there's also no license fee. You know, implementation is a little bit different kind of cost structure. I really try to tailor that to the company that we're working with because the spread of experience with software versus you know, what platform they're coming from. Are they coming from Carbons? We've had clients that are coming from still using Carbon Copy, you know, routes. And it's a little bit harder sometimes to to get them using a cloud-based software system. Is the platform available on Android and iOS? It actually is. So basically the way that it's a, it is a traditional web application. So it works on any device, um, Android, iOS, but we also have uh, finished uh, applications that are available in the Android store as well as the uh, iOS store. These are um, hybrid programs that one, uh, track the trucks. So it, it, it does the truck tracking, gives you driver positioning as well as the uh, speed of the truck. And then also it allows for offline scanning for remote areas, right? So a driver could take our, just our installed Android app and with a route sheet and go and service out in out, out of where cell phones reach, right? He can scan the units, update, you know, whether it's been serviced or not, make notes on it. And then when he gets back into data range, uh, all that information is then uploaded to the cloud application. And then the, the other thing that's come out in my conversations is that um, integrations seem to be the way that a lot of companies have gone. So, for example... The big finance packages would be QuickBooks, Zero, Mind Your Own Business. Have you built your own accounting package or are you integrated? And could you integrate if you've built your own? So we've done both. Um, we have a full feature accounting package that, um, like I said, it has supports the chart of accounts for uh, United States, uh, Mexico, all the territories down there, Canada, UK, Australia, and the different currencies. But we also, uh, I have a complete integration with QuickBooks Online, so it seamlessly works back and forth with QuickBooks Online. Um, so that's really the only accounting, major accounting integration API that um, I've built for it so far. And Brett, what do drivers think when you load them up to use the app? It stopped a lot of the, the phone conversations that were going on. Hey, I can't find this or where is that? But it also uh, gives them a place that they can put any kind of notes that they want immediately while they're on site. My dispatcher then comes in, checks everything that happened, you know, maybe the last three hours of the day. And that's because he's already looked at the stuff that the drivers had done that morning. So that way my dispatcher knows exactly what's going on and the drivers are getting to the right spot. So your dispatcher can follow that in real time then? As long as you have the uh, a service plan, yes. And I think Vernon mentioned that the app can't work without cell signal also. It, it stops the phone calls. Route drivers like the routine of it. They don't really like to call in and try and, you know, necessarily figure out problems, right? They can, they can log it. We're seeing them in real time, you know, and, and that makes the customer 
happier, makes uh, the whole business flow a lot smoother. So looking ahead, what's the plan for the company and the package, Vernon? Where, where do we go next? We're just trying to grow steadily and uh, taking on uh, new clients and, uh, you know, getting the word out there that this software is available. I mean, it's been a kind of a limited selection for a really long time in this industry. And, um, you know, just letting everybody know that, uh, you know, we're here and we have a solution that was designed on a portable toilet company itself, right? I'm thankful that Brett was there to allow me to test a lot of features and things like that that would normally be able to get done in a traditional development process. And that was a huge piece of it. We're going to continue to improve it, especially the accounting side of it to offer more countries. And then if, if we've got a, a pro who's listening in and they're thinking, you know, I'm, I'm not using any software that's meeting all my needs at the minute, how do they get in touch and get on board? Well, we call it the Pro Software System, and uh, it's a prosoftware.app. That'll take you to our website. I have a ton of YouTube videos out that are linked on the website, kind of going through the program, you know, talking about the advantages of just using a big ERP or enterprise resource planning, as we call it in the business, and um, bring all the different functions of your company together in one place. Portable toilet companies have so many different little parts. Uh, it's so important to have that organization. And I heard the podcast for the first time. I was wow, this is this is great. Somebody who's really interested in trying to get the perfect software for a portable toilet company. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're on the journey. You, you know, you're making great progress. Yeah, thank you. Like I said, every every day we're um, improving and, uh, you know, we have a lot of very happy clients and um, we continue to move forward. And, you know, like I said, offer something a little bit different. You know, I always use the analogy that it's kind of like cars. There's a lot of really nice car companies out there, Tesla and Toyotas and all that. And some people just don't like to use a certain brand. They like different options, right? I think that we are uh, coming forth with, with a new brand and a new, you know, a new option out there that can give people something, you know, maybe a little different to try. And it's it's a great backstory, you know, classically trained concert pianist turns into pro software magnum. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's up there with the Get Flush podcast. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I love the portable restroom industry. And like I said, I started in 2005 and, you know, as putting a wholesale business with it. I really just kind of fell in love with it. My first uh, pumper show in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, and then ended up going every year and going to the PSAI shows. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a country boy. I was uh, born and raised in the country of North Carolina here and uh, the USA and uh, just really loved the industry and the flood. There's a lot of family owned businesses and, you know, it was, it was a lot better than in the corporate rat race, a lot of family owned companies and, I really enjoy it. So that's why I stayed. And that passion has been a common theme throughout the podcast so far. You know, this is episode 18 and everyone I've spoken to so far has got that same buzz. They just absolutely love it. Nobody's moaned or criticized or complained about the industry. They've all got a real passion for it. And as previous guests have said, the world would be lost without us. Food, water, sanitation. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, absolutely necessary. It really is. I really enjoyed talking with Vernon and Brett, and I like their ground-up approach to the development of their software. Sure, they're a small company, but they've put a lot of time, effort, and expertise into building their platform, and you know, I get the feeling it works. As I've developed the podcast and spoken with more and more people, I've been really impressed by the general willingness to collaborate and share information and ideas. Yes, of course, this is a competitive industry, but that doesn't mean providers have to go to war with each other. It's a big market and there's plenty of demand, especially now with COVID. 
It doesn't make sense for providers to cut each other's throats by offering stupidly low prices or being secretive about good practice. Poorly maintained toilets and inadequate cleaning will have a detrimental impact on the reputation of the industry as a whole. And a good news story about another portable sanitation provider doing great things is only a threat if you know you're letting your customers down. As providers, we should be above that, and as customers, we shouldn't tolerate poor service. That's all I've got time for this week. I'll end by saying that listeners can help the show by telling their family, friends, colleagues and customers to listen in, or by leaving a five-star review on any of the podcast apps. Why not visit our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash getflushed, where for a small monthly donation you can get early access to every episode and unlock bonus features not available elsewhere. Once again, thank you to Vernon and Brett for taking part, and thank you for listening. I've been Pete, and this has been Get Flushed, 